0: You're listening to the Horizons Church Podcast.
1: How about it? How about what? I thought you were going to say something, and then you didn't, and we locked eyes in a moment of full hesitation. A moment of
0: full hesitation. (laughs) And apparently
1: what I say then is, how about... (laughs) Welcome to Here and Now.
0: Welcome to Here and Now, mm. with us, your hosts, Ethan and Josiah.
1: As if we ever had a like, little, little theme intro.
0: A little theme intro. Mm. Do you know what that oddly just made me think of for some reason? Do tell. Too many cooks. Oh, too yeah, many yeah. cooks. Too mm. many cooks. Yeah. Too many cooks was, can spoil
1: the broth. I, I was clearly humming a different portion of the song, yeah, so I decided you know, to immediately stop.
0: We just we need a '90s like sitcom oh, intro ditty is yeah, what we need. That's pretty cool
1: little you know. I'm gonna stick that in my back pocket. Yeah.
0: Yeah. do that and like right. the little like freeze frame of us like turn like you know <laughs> turning over our shoulder and smiling or something <laughs> and like our
1: names pop up under us in yes like, like uh kind of bubbly soft yellow font yes
0: yes yeah. bubbly soft and yellow yeah. that is that is i can see it i can see it right now i love you know, it freeze frame you're not sure if you're watching an old tv or a vcr you know like yes. it's like am i watching the show on vhs mm. you know it's got that kind Probably. of feel. anyway that has nothing to do with what we're talking about believe today. it or not When have we ever done that before? Banter. Golly, I was actually recently asked a question that I thought would make for a good discussion here on the podcast. Okay. So it's not necessarily an AMA, but it was a question I was asked. It's still fun? Um, yeah, yeah, because um, we've been getting lots of phone calls at the church. There are just <laughs> just a couple of us there, just so anyone's listening. There are there are never, literally, there have never been more than like three or four of us in there at
1: a time. Oh, that's kind of so, reassuring. So
0: at the time of this recording, anyway, all these things are still happening. So, But we're still getting phone calls and people are really wanting to you know sure. talk about things, and um, A question I got asked was, how many judgments are there? What? Like, yeah. How many judgments? As in like final, like end times, like judgments, like capital J judgments.
1: This is officially my question as well. (laughs) How many judgments are there? I didn't think I'd be asking that this morning, (laughs) but here I am. Whoa,
0: here we are. It's a Thursday morning in the studio.
1: (laughs) That's our recording schedule, guys. Yes, that's it. Now you all know.
0: (laughs) Don't come kill us. I have violated all of the OPSEC I was taught as a military person.
1: (laughs) No, believe it or not, when the
0: end finally comes, so like the the show's done, you know this show, this <laughs> aspect of the show, roll. credits are rolling onto the <laughs> everlasting sequel. Mm. There is going to be more than one judgment. Mm. You know, uh, mm. there will in fact be two, two judgments. Yeah, all God's people said, "What?" Yeah, let me do that.
1: What? <laughs> That's how I feel. That's accurate.
0: <laughs> Yeah, because I think we definitely tend to think of, like, the final judgment. Yeah, that's right?
1: the one I'm familiar with. Yeah,
0: but then, oh, no, there's one more. <laughs> but wait, there's more! <laughs> like, that's terribly, I feel sacrilegious and irreverent of me, but, like, we all... We're all thinking it. Yeah, because you can imagine the scene where all of the Christians are in, you know, hev- like, heaven, and the final judgment happens, we're like, wow, that's over. And the Lord's like, but wait, there's more! it's like a... <laughs>
1: I think at first, like in the minds of everyone, I mean, this won't happen because we'll be in, you know, like much more perfected states, but theoretically in a comedic rendition of this future history, the record scratches in this moment.
0: Everyone looks, yep, that's us. (laughs) (laughs) You're probably wondering how this... (laughs) Uh, So yeah, no, there are two. And you may be asking, where in the world
1: do we see that in scripture? That's what I'm wondering.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad you wonder. I'm glad you asked. person, (laughs) Ethan, etc. So let's first cover the judgment that everyone is probably familiar with, which is what we would probably call the final judgment, you know, capital F, capital J, final judgment. We read about that, for instance, in Matthew 25, Mm. right? That's the passage where Jesus says that when he returns in glory, all the nations and people will be gathered before him and he'll separate the people as a shepherd separates sheep from goats.
1: Perhaps one of the scariest chapters in all of scripture
0: yeah yeah truly a it's quite a scene quite a picture he he paints there and in the case of the final judgment the sheep represent those who believed in christ those who loved him followed him and they go to spend eternity with him and the goats represent those who did not those who did not (laughs) believe in christ those who rejected the gospel and they are cast into outer darkness forever so that's fun Mm. now I think just about everyone, whether they believe in God or not, has some concept of that judgment. Like, even if you think it's a farce, you are vaguely aware of the concept that exists within religion. (laughs) Yeah, Most religions, I should say. I don't necessarily think that Buddhism and religions like that, like the nirvana, you know, that state of, like, cosmic unconsciousness, basically. But most, quote-unquote, traditional religions have some concept of judgment involved. Now, the final judgment, when we're talking as Christians... That's the judgment which determines where we will spend eternity. That's what most Christians are familiar with, right? Like, we're either going to spend eternity with God in new heavens and new earth and a new creation, or we're separated from God in like a fire. Like, those are your two eternal choices right there. And the basis of that judgment is faith, okay? So, in other words, whether you spend eternity with God or not is based on whether or not you had faith in Jesus Christ. The deeds of those who believe in Jesus align with the works of Jesus because that's what Jesus himself said. He said, mm. if you love me, you're going to keep my commands, which is almost, I think, as much a promise as it is a command. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's going to make sure, like, I'll see to it that you, one way or another, are shaped into a person <sighs> who obeys my commands. Yeah. Which is comforting because otherwise <laughs> you get legalism, you know, and it's like, well, crap, like, I haven't... Again, yeah. that's always a promise. I haven't kept the commands.
1: F- like, yeah, I feel like the weight of implied failure.
0: Yeah, exactly. But Jesus, of course, forgives. He has grace. And he will mold you into the kind of person who mm. keeps his commands. But here's what I want you to take away from what I just said, though. It is not our works that will save us at that final judgment. Mm. Thank God. Yeah. Because I, we would all be damned. Literally every single human being except for Jesus Christ <laughs> exactly. that's mm. would be damned. Uh, or another way to put this, okay, is that um, this is the author, Jared Wilson, all right? He said, you are saved by works, just not your own. You're <laughs> saved by Jesus' works. And I was like, I think that's really cool. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's, nice. that's, that's pretty nice. But that's the final judgment, all right? Uh, yeah. So either you spend eternity with God or apart from God, and that judgment is based on faith. Was your faith in Jesus? Was your name written in the book of life?
1: And that's that judgment. You're telling me, though, now that there's a lesser-known Judgment, the sequel. Judgment of the sequel. Is that what you're? Is that what we're <laughs> suggesting? That is what we're suggesting. <laughs> oh, because
0: boy. after the sheep, the believers are told, "Yeah, like you're over here. You're in. You know, you're gonna spend eternity with me."
1: We are brought before the judgment seat of Christ. Oh, that I'm gonna be real. That sounds even scary. <laughs> <laughs> that you're already in heaven and it just got scarier. That <laughs> doesn't like, compute for me. And <laughs> Everything you've been told is a
0: lie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now that's that's the traditional name for it. Is the judgment seat of Christ, and this is a judgment that is just for believers. That's the only people, okay. only people who qualify for this judgment. That's the exclusive, yes. Club. Which again. Not doing much, probably, to raise confidence, but <laughs> no, here we go. We read about this most clearly in 1 Corinthians 3, 12-15. Now, just to set the background briefly, in 1 Corinthians 3, Paul has been writing specifically about the work of pastors and teachers in the church, and he's talking about their works and the kind of rewards that they might expect for that work. But this passage can be applied to all believers because Paul later says in Ephesians 6-8, that for the good anyone does, they will receive a reward from the Lord.
1: Yeah. So this is like a nice judgment, like like the the medal ceremony in Star Wars, and it's the one that people don't know about. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> this is the weirdest morning. I,
0: isn't it right? Whoa! <laughs> Thursday mornings, am I right? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good that's a good visual for that. I like that visual. I'm, I'm I'm seeing Luke and Han and Chewie. Well, sorry, you know. Chewie. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll come back to you later, but you know. <laughs> Anyway, bearing that in mind, here's what we read in 1 Corinthians 3, 12 through 15. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest for the day will disclose it. The day is the day of judgment, mm. judgment seat of Christ. The day will disclose it because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. If the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire.
1: Suffer loss? As a disembodied spirit, or, or maybe in this case, a resurrected body. What is that supposed to even mean?
0: Oh, yes, yes, that's the question, isn't it? Don't do that to me. <laughs>
1: Do we have a Sorry, an Ethan, you're <laughs> hobbling into the
0: new earth with one less leg.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: Josiah has no eyes, so he's not going to have... No, 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 that is not, that's not what's happening. So the short of it is, is that this is a judgment based on works. This is completely based on
1: works. Oh. But what this
0: judgment is determining, again, is not whether you will be saved. Oh, please do not leave this podcast thinking <laughs> that I'm saying you're saved based on your works. Please, I cannot emphasize that enough. What this judgment is determining is what kind of reward you will receive. Like Ethan said earlier, that's what this judgment is determining, the nature and kind of reward you're going to get. So what Paul is getting at here is that the foundation, which is Christ and his gospel, right? That's the foundation we build everything upon as believers, Mm -hmm. right? Our faith is in Christ. We've laid that solid foundation. Well, the kind of foundation you start with determines the kind of building materials you use, right? And like how you shape the structure that you're working on. And it's the same way in the Christian life. The kind of foundation you've laid determines how you build your life, right?
1: Classic parable material. Yes,
0: exactly. So since Christ is our foundation, that ought to determine the kind of work we do as we contribute to the building of the kingdom, right? So the short of it is, is what we do ought to accord with the word of God. It ought to accord with the truth whatever we do in that regard will pass through the judgment and we will receive some sort of reward for it. Now we don't know the nature of that reward necessarily. We don't know what it looks like. The scripture is, it's just not clear on what that reward will be. Paul, when he was talking about these kinds of things, he was saying, no, eye has seen, no ear has heard, no heart has imagined what God has prepared. Like he had the experience of getting a foretaste of this. And And he said, I cannot, like I saw and experienced things that the human tongue cannot utter. So like you're going to be set. All right, whichever way it is. Um, (laughs) But anything that does not survive the judgment, that will just be unrewarded, is basically... Is that the the loss? stretch of it. Yes, that's the loss. You're not getting that reward that you could have gotten if it was gold, silver, or precious stones, to use Paul's language. So, So, yeah.
1: So, my Star Wars analogy holds up. I mean, if you... (laughs) Do you like Don't I, you dare sacrilege, Chewbacca! Do you like how I said that with like complete sincerity, <laughs> like we're having a deep theological discussion? Yeah, my the Star, Star was the <laughs> I, I guess, like, if you somehow believe Chewie was like inadequate and therefore received no medal, which, frankly, I think was space racism. <laughs> it's a personal theory. Let's not get into it. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I mean, like, you know, if 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 that was the view you held that Chewbacca was somehow, you know, how dare you hold that? View?
1: Somehow, it's a perfect
0: analogy. <laughs> you no, know? but. Yeah. I mean, that's basically it. It's like, you're still there. You're welcome. You know, (laughs) that is the place to be. And you're going to have the time of eternity. But in some sense, the reward that you could have had is lost to you in that moment. So again, because I feel like I cannot be clear enough (sighs) on this. Because, and, and I say this because uh, one of my biggest uh, responsibilities, but also something that I'm doing a lot of these days is I'm having conversations with people who feel like guilty, like they feel this compounded guilt. I don't know if it's because we're all in like some sort of social isolation and they're having more time to think about their lives. I don't know. But lots of people are dealing with, it seems, this notion that they have to save themselves by their works. Oh. And like I'm constantly having to say no, that's not that's not what you have to do. That's not how this works. <laughs> Ironically. So, let's get this clear. It is exhausting and wrong to do good works so that you will be saved. Mm. You cannot do it. You can only be justified and saved by coming to Christ by faith. He alone saves us. I mean, the only reason any of us are going to make it through the final judgment is because we trusted in Christ. Right, And it would be almost to steal bragging rights to say, well, I saved myself because of my works. In fact, that's what Paul says in Romans 4. He's like, <laughs> oh, no. if your salvation is basically the result of your own works, that's not a gift. That's just what you're owed. And uh, no yeah. human being can you have say that point. to God. Like, right. you can't look at God and say, you owe me. Like, that's not possible. <laughs> I you know?
1: earned this eternal life. Yeah, you can't do that. Doubt it.
0: Yeah, so you're only saved and justified by coming to Christ by faith. So let's get that clear. <laughs> but it is perfectly fine and right to do good works so that you will receive a greater reward from Christ when you approach the judgment seat of christ Mm -hmm. um we see this in fact i think summed up pretty well in hebrews 11 6. he says without faith it is impossible to please god so there you have you have to have faith and that's what saves you for whoever would draw near to god must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him that's part of the criteria he's going to reward those who seek him so again you are saved and justified by faith in christ but The good works that you do in the name of Christ that accord with his gospel, those will be rewarded. And it's fine to hope for that reward. That's
1: good. What I didn't expect, actually, is, is the idea that it's maybe not necessarily wrong to work with that end in mind. Yeah, because my gut almost thinks like, ooh, that's a little self-serving, but th- how do- that's interesting.
0: Yeah, so I can't remember who said this because I, I want to give proper attribution, but I've heard this discussed because I think especially Christians are always like, I can't, that feels so, you know, like self-interested. And yeah. I need to do these things. But it's it's kind of like when, um, let's say, I'll use marriage as an example because I'm married, but this can work with like friendships. And, you know, if you have a relationship with anyone you care about, let's say I come home to Morgan one day and I get her her favorite flower and I surprise her with these nice gifts and I just I take her out for a nice dinner and we have a really like wonderful conversation we get to talk about things that she enjoys and at the end of the day she's she's like you know I just you know thank you for doing that for me and I look at her and say it just makes me so happy to like love you like this and yeah. to do these things for you now imagine if she look at me she's like it makes you happy like well <laughs> <laughs> forget that you just nulled the whole thing forget that like this whole <laughs> evening was ruined like no, she's not going to say that. Like it's a natural and good thing that that brings me happiness and that I'm in a sense seeking that reward of not only my happiness, but that happiness comes from a deeper communion with her and doing things that are pleasing to her. And that's, you know, you can do that with like friends and anyone you care about, like I said, but that's, I think a fitting analogy for the Christian life is of course, there is this sense in which we're doing these things because in the end we're going to be happier, but that's not because like, it's an end in itself. It's deeper communion with Christ, and it brings Him honor. And it's not everyone does something from self interest, you know. Like <laughs> it feels it's, pretty real. It's just the end of that. It's like what is what is the end? Like oh, Christ is going to reward me? Like wow, mm. like that is amazing, yeah. and it will be a a genuine award. In fact, here's something you'll run into disagreements about how this ought to be interpreted. But Peter talks about. Oh shoot! Now I'm going to mess it up, and I'm going to have to paraphrase it, which is going to be terrible. But Peter, in one of his letters, talks about, I really don't want to screw this up, someone's going to fact check me later, but basically the idea is that God, when Jesus returns... We always think about that in terms of Christ's glory. But there's a sense in one of Peter's letters where he he seems to indicate there's glory for believers, too. Like, a we get of that shared
1: too. glory. Yeah.
0: And, again, that's something that's like, oh, we'd be uncomfortable with that. But that's interesting. That's the Bible,
1: man. Yeah, it's not yeah. your place to
0: argue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on now. So, anyway, uh, yeah, that's those, those are the two judgments. Interesting. Bingo, bango. Something to think about. Yeah, it sure is. So... Yeah. Sleep well. Sleep well. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have any questions on that or you want to dig into these things further, you can email us at podcast at horizonschurch.net. You bet. Or you can interact with us on social media. And if you were helped, you can leave us an honest five-star review. It would be the delight of my week. The delight of Ethan's week right yeah, there. It would, it the would. end to which we toil. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. That's the reward. <laughs> Just kidding. Thank you as always for listening, and we'll catch you next time.